Corinthians, if you would. 1 Corinthians, and we're going to read uh, from the third chapter of 1 Corinthians, and let's all stand as we honor God's word by standing. We're going to begin reading in the 10th verse, and we're going to read um, through the 23rd verse. So listen to this as we read it, because this is what our message is going to be about today. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, another buildeth up unto thereupon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work, and this is a key verse right here, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he had built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, that is, loss of reward. But he himself shall be saved, yet so is by fire. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God defy, destroy for the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool, that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with, with God, for it is written, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise that they are vain therefore let no man glory in men for all things are yours whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come all are yours and ye are Christ and Christ is God's thank you Lord for your word thank you Lord for the message that it brings us each and every time we study it Lord, I pray that you'll help us today, help every one of us, Lord, to live the kind of life that you expect of us. And, and Lord, I pray that someday when we stand before you, that we can hear you say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. <clears throat> title of my message this morning, and I want to say this before I even give you the title. Uh, won't you listen to this message today because I would I would hate to have call any of you this afternoon and ask you what did I preach on because this is an important message. It's one that uh, all of us need to take to heart, need to listen to it, not, not only you but also myself. Need to listen to this message that God has given me. 
The the title of this message is The Trying of Our Life's Work. The Trying of Our Life's Work. If you you don't think that your life's work is going to be tried, then you better start thinking differently because our life's work is going to be tried. I, I guess the first 22 years of my life is not going to be very pretty. Well, there was a lot of this last 50-some years that uh, was not that pretty also, some of it. Well, I pray that the Lord will see fit to help us to see what the trying of our life's, uh, our life's work is today. The great apostle Paul was a master builder. In the text, the apostle is dealing with the fundamental facts of a Christian life and works. There are some things the Lord gives us that can and will make this a great life if we just heed his instructions. You know, that's the key to everything. The key to everything is heeding his instructions, what he would have us to do. You know, I've, I've come to the conclusion in all these years that he's the only one that's worth listening to. I've listened to a lot of people. I've heard a lot of people, you know, who have made a lot of statements. But those statements that the Lord has made and, and, and some of his servants, like the great apostle Paul, I call him the great apostle Paul because I want to differentiate differentiate him from me because uh, I'm, I'm certainly not a great Paul. But he was a great apostle, and, and we're thankful for him, for the words that he wrote in, 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 uh, in the books of the New Testament that he wrote. And we want to remember this. God has already laid a foundation. God has already laid a foundation. The most, different, the most difficult thing about building is the foundation must be correct. Everything must be started out correctly. That's the reason we, you know, I, I, told, I saw uh, Rhonda was putting Emily head covering on. That's a good start. That's a good start. And she takes her, uh, I don't know how many of you saw on Facebook, but she took her little Bible out and she said she was reading her Bible to her toys. But um, I want to tell you, uh, it's, it's, it's important to start your life out correctly. It's important to start your saved life out correctly. There's too many people out there that are taught too many things that they don't get on started on the right foot. All of you have, I believe, and some of you may say, well, uh, I don't know, but uh, I believe that every one of you have been started on the right foot. And, and I believe that you need to, and I, you know, I pray every day. I pray every day that God will will uh, show me the things that I need to teach you. And I pray every day that, Lord, if I have taught something that I probably shouldn't have taught, let me know about it. Let me get it corrected and let me get it straightened out. But God has already laid the foundation. But, you know, that foundation is what he expects us to build our building up on. That foundation he laid. The foundation of the Lord 
is true and solid. The great apostle says, according to the grace of God which he has given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereupon, but let every man, and I've added here, and woman. I, you know, a lot of times I've heard people say, well, women don't get a very fair shake in the Bible. But I like to add that. Uh, I believe every man and every woman, but let every man and, and woman take heed how he or she buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man or woman lay that is that is laid which is Jesus Christ the greatest foundation ever was you can't you can't build up on anything any different you know there's there's a lot of people who God never God never told us to build a foundation up on him he says build it up on Christ and you'll notice if you go through the scriptures the lord says if you pray in the name of Jesus. And you must pray in the name of Jesus or God's not going to listen to your prayer. In the name of Jesus, he says, if you ask, you shall receive. He says, if you seek, you shall find. He says, if you knock, it shall be opened unto you. That is, if you pray in the name of Jesus. So let's, let's all get used to praying in the name of Jesus in, in our lives. <clears throat> you might ask, is there any other foundation to build upon? Absolutely. There's, there's hundreds of them. And I, I brought out one here that I've been, uh, that I've been, I've dealt with over the years. One can build his or her foundation on a job. You know, there, there's other foundations that you can build your life on. A job is an important thing. As a matter of fact, when we realize the Bible teaches that God gives us the power, he gives us the strength to get, our, get what we need out of a job. God gives us the strength to do that. If, you, if you've got a job today, God gave it to you, if you're one of his children. And, and as, you, as you notice, you know, uh, just like Joseph, he comes, he's here now, and, and he just told his, he told his boss, he said, he said, I want to go to church on Sunday. I want to be in my church on Sunday. And that's when they worked out a way that he could be home. And he's not home very long on the weekends, but he looked for the, that he can be home on the weekend. He said he, he told me this morning he had his truck loaded down, and he, and he has to take it uh, as soon as he leaves here, I guess in the morning, he's got to take it to, uh, what word you said? Savannah. Well, that's pretty, that's pretty convenient, isn't it? And, uh, but um, he told me he wanted to be here. And that's the way all of us should be. Really, I'm, I'm not bragging on him this morning. I'm just telling you that's the way all of us should be. <clears throat> we, should have, we should build on our lives that we could be in the house of the Lord every time the doors open, as Brother uh, Neil just prayed, that we, that we can be in the Lord's house. You know, there's people who, who should be in the Lord's house, and they got so they don't even darken the door, as my mom used to say. They don't even darken the door of the, of, of the Lord's house. 
And, and it, it's sad, it's sad because that's where everything is for God's children. Everything is there. So there are many foundations. One, one can build his or her foundation on a job and building on it for a good retirement. They build it up for a good retirement. They, 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 they miss church. They do things they shouldn't do because of the fact of a job. Now, I, I've, I've had a job. I had a man send me a message over Facebook this morning. He said, do you remember when me and you worked together at IBM? I said, well, sure, I remember it. And he said, well, he said, all of us are getting old. I, I said, we are, but I said, I do remember working with you. But I, I'm going to say this, that if, if the right kind of job that Lord gives you He'll give you the space to serve him. He will. And, and there's people sitting in here this morning that can tell you, I worked for 37 years in the computer business. and uh, But there wasn't a time when God didn't give me time off for funerals, time off for visiting in a hospital, Time off for things to go to church and serve the Lord. I worked 37 years, and 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 there's never a time that God didn't give me that time to do that. And for you to tell me that your work won't let you come to church, then you you better go talk to them and let them know that that you're one of God's children. You're going to be in our church, so you don't have to build a a good retirement because I want to say this I've had this said to me several times I've had this said to me several times when I retire I will be able to work more for the Lord it doesn't happen it doesn't happen I've seen it too many times folks it doesn't happen it doesn't happen because just as soon as somebody works 30 some years <clears throat> maybe 40 years <clears throat> and they retire they won't start going everywhere <clears throat> and that <clears throat> and that means they're going to be out of church and again I like to go back to old brother uh, Wayne down there in Florida Wayne Massey be in church he said all of us know what the Lord's day is and everybody should be in church and I believe that it doesn't happen. When you build your life on something else and you decide when I get older, I'm going to start serving the Lord. Let me tell you, folks, I know it's tough. It's tough on me right now. It's tough on me to, as Brother Neil prays, and I'm glad he prays that the Lord will give me the strength. It gets tougher as you get older. It really does. And by the time a person retires, they don't feel like going to church every Sunday but they feel like taking off and going somewhere in a car. They don't, feel like, they don't feel like coming to church. Yes, you can build on other foundations. You don't, have to, you, don't, you don't have to build your life on the foundation that God laid for you. But if you, if you build your life on something else, you're going to have to stand before the Lord someday and give a, uh, give a um, account of yourself. Just like he says down here, I told you that one verse is important. Every man's work, 13th verse, 
Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall, it, it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work and what sort it is. In the 14th verse, he says, And if any man's work abide which he hath built thereon, he shall receive reward. Verse 15, If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. I don't know what all that means. But I do know that that's, we're going to find that they, they're going to find out in judgment what that means. You know, it's just not going to be a fun day. You know, people say, I can't, I can't wait to, uh, to, to be saved and go to heaven. But you're going to have to go through judgment first. I don't, I don't care what you say about it. If, you, if, you're, if you're saved or not, you're going to have to go through judgment first before you ever get to heaven and before you ever get to your final resting place you're going to have to go through judgment first. It's a point on the man wants to die but after this is judgment. Judgment's going to come folks and I, I tell you I don't think some of us don't take that very serious. We don't. We don't take it very serious in our life. Judgment is going to come. Oh it's a wonderful thing to to come face to face with the Lord. But I tell you, we're going, we're going to find ourselves naked and destitute when we get up there to judgment because we're going to find ourselves having to be ashamed of the lives that we live because he's going to reveal everything that we ever done that we shouldn't have done after we were saved. And he's going to reveal everything we should have done that we didn't do after we were saved, he's going to reveal it. I tell you, I just soon he didn't open a book on my life. Well, this is not going to be a pretty sight. Now, I'm telling you, folks, these, these are important scriptures. That's the reason I said you need to listen to these today. Everybody out there in live streaming, you need to listen. Jesus laid the greatest foundation when he started his kind of a church. Not only did, G, did God lay the foundation, but Jesus built upon that foundation his church. That's why we have this place to come to today. That's why we have this wonderful place that we can come and, and we can, uh, as Kara says, we can get refueled as far as our life is concerned. Jesus was laying a foundation for his children that is laid by divine wisdom. By the grace of God, his children will find the wisdom to build upon that foundation. That's what you're doing right today. When you're sitting in the Lord's house today, you're building upon that foundation. You really are. You're building upon that foundation right today. There is one, only one kind of a church that is his church. The foundation of, of the Jesus kind of a church is laid as deep as the grave and as stable as the, as the eternal throne. Let me tell you, folks, his, his church is built upon that foundation. 
He said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That's a wonderful thing. And, and, and if, you're, if you're on the foundation of that church, that's a perfect foundation. If you're on the foundation of that church, then you too, you too will be blessed. It's exactly what Paul said. Far too many claim to be the, of the Lord's house, but they live to please every kind of house built a man's understanding knowledge. I like what somebody puts on Facebook. I, I read all that stuff. Some of it I wish I didn't have to, but I do. When somebody when somebody puts puts on Facebook and and, and they said, well, said they, they come out with some good saying. I don't care if it is an Armenian saying, they come out with some good saying and people latch on to that. They do. That's the reason I said I want you not, I wouldn't want to have to call any of you this afternoon after we get home and say, what did, what did I preach on today and you not be able to tell me? Because there's some of you that listen when people make good, people make good statements. There's some statements I see I wish I'd have made and not them. But I'm too stupid to make some, some of those statements. I'm just a simple person. I've had a simple ministry all my 54 years, soon be 54 years in the ministry. I've had a simple ministry. And, and I have a hard time sometimes coming up with some of these awesome statements that some people make. But we, it doesn't matter what they are. doesn't matter what kind of philosophy they have of life. Just like I saw where somebody made a statement that there's more than one way to heaven. Then he went, he went on and made another great statement as a result of it in words that uh, sometimes I wished I'd have said. And we can latch on to that. I, I don't expect you to latch on to much I say because I'm not very smart. But I would love to not let you know that I'm not going to preach anything to you that is not in line with what I've always believed. I, I, for the last 50, soon be 54 years, I have not diverted from what I believe and what I stand for. What I've taught you folks is what I stood for 50 years ago. Somebody accused me several years ago. They said, you brought some of that from Kentucky. No, I didn't. I already had that when I came to Georgia. I had what I believe and what I stand for. And I know what I believe and what I stand for. And I pray that the Lord will see fit to show you these truths also. A poor life on a poor foundation. Many have just remembered the great apostle told Timothy, Nevertheless, the foundation of God stand assured, having this seal. And here it is. The Lord knoweth them that are his. In here today, he knows every one of you that belong to him. 
And I ask you today, do you belong to him? You know without a shadow of doubt you belong to him. You know without a shadow of doubt that if you were to die today, that you would go and be waiting on that judgment to come. be a wonderful thing when the, when the judgment seat of Christ comes that he's going to say, well, I accept you. You're one of them. It's not that we accept him. He accepts us. I accept you that you're one, you, you're one of us. A life of sin is not a strong foundation. Knowing the previous... All of us need to examine our life's building and see if it's built up on him. I have learned through the years that there are two kinds of builders. There's a wise builder and there's a foolish builder. A wise builder and a foolish builder. I know Brother Kendall and I, when we started building this building, Brother Kendall and Brother Sam and I worked on this foundation. I guess this church is built on a powerful foundation. I think we put down about eight or nine feet of, of uh, cement under this church building. When they only require, how much they require, Brother Sam, you know? I don't, I don't either. But I know we put down a, a thicker foundation than I've ever seen. I tell you, we dug most of it by hand until somebody got wise and brought a backhoe in here. Let me tell you, folks, a wise, a wise master builder will build his house on the rock. He won't build it on the sand. He won't build it somewhere where something can sweep off and take it out from under him. See, that's what's happening to us today. There's a lot of people that they've had their foundation swept out from under them, and they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. They don't want. They don't know whether to go to stay to work, listen to preacher on on uh, live streaming. There's a bunch of them out there. I, w I would not want anybody to miss their sound church and listen to me. Uh oh, they're gone away. I wouldn't. I, I want I want people to be in their their sound the sound church that they that they were taught in. A wise master builder will do that. He or she builds with gold, silver, and precious stone. Every man, and I put in parentheses, or woman's, every man's or woman's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work or woman of what sort it is. Verse 13. Man's and woman's work must be that of careful doctrine, that of things he teaches in God's name and his word, and make sure that his, their doctrine is in harmony with God's word, with the teachings of the word. Make sure it's in harmony. Make sure what you believe is in harmony with God's word. 
make, make sure it's in harm. Make sure, make sure that this preacher here is preaching to you God's word and not just trying to come up with good sayings and good sayings that will impress people. I'm not here to impress anyone. I'm here to serve the Lord. And that's why you should be here too. Be here to serve the Lord. And then there's the foolish builder. The foolish builder. He or she uses wood, hay, stubble. If you translate that down to what the Greek teaches, in other words, it's timber, it's hay, um, it's hay, and it's straw. A straw house is good for a few minutes. That's all. That's all it is. A timber house is good for a little while, but timber rots. Timber rots away. A straw, a hay house is just stupid. Anybody would build a house out of hay and expect it to stand. The foolish builder is wise in his own conceit. Let me tell you, I have seen those many times in my ministry. They're wise in their own conceit. He believes as long as one believes there is a foundation, that is all that is needed. One who believes this way, false teachings become very easy to follow. Yes, that is true. If you if you believe all, all if you believe that there is a foundation, and you refuse to build up on it as you should, you're a candidate for following false things. That's like old brother Noah Crawley, who was a member of Calvary Baptist there in Cynthiana. Me and him went. I'm gonna say this. I don't know how many people going to call me after this gets over. But old brother Crawley, he, he's the one I told about that he got hit by two before one in an eye, and when he'd get upset, his eye would fall out, highball would fall out. He had to put it back in. I'm, t- I'm telling you the truth. Me and him was visiting in a house, and this man told brother Crawley and I, so said, well, I used to be a Baptist, and I saw Brother Crawley's eye watering up. About that time, that eye popped out. He put that eye back in, and he looked at that man, and he said, you've never been a Baptist. You just think you were. I have seen some lately who have gone that route. He or she thinks the vain philosophy of the proud is attractive. The proud in faith has brought absolutely no change of life or outlook. He or she believes that a hay, wood, and stubble house is just as good as one built with the precious stones of God's truth. One's good as another. 
How many times have I heard that? I, how many times have I heard it over the years? One is good as another. Oh, I've heard it, folks. I tell you, I've, I've been I've been preaching soon be fifty four years. First Sunday in, in in this coming May, fifty four years, and I've heard it. Why you don't you know one is just as good as another? It's not. That's that's the philosophy of today, though. That's it today. That's what men believe. That's what they stand for today. They believe one is just as good as another. Why do you go over there to that church? All of them just the same. All of them one is as good as another. You know that's not true. All of you here know that's not true. I don't see many heads shaking. I don't see many people agreeing with that, but I'm telling you. You know that's not true. God have mercy on this modern generation of believers because they'll believe anything. Some of them will believe anything. Some of them, some of them will believe anything. They'll follow anything. It don't bother them. It doesn't bother them to follow just anything. They want to be friendly. Well, you can be friendly and serve the Lord correctly. They want to realize that they don't want anybody to dislike them. Well, you can do that. You can serve the Lord and not have everybody dislike you. Serve the Lord in truth and not have everybody dislike you. You can do that. You don't have to go along with what man's doing to be liked. Jesus didn't do that. Jesus was probably one of the most hated people ever lived on this earth. I always, I always thought that maybe Trump was. But Jesus was the most hated man that ever walked on this earth. Matter of fact, he told... His church, he said, they'll hate you. Why? Because they hated me before they hated you. One of the most hated men that ever walked on the face of the earth. You don't have to be loved by the world. You don't have to go along with what the world's doing to be loved. You don't have to do that. That's just simple as, as anything can be. You don't, you don't have to be liked by the world. Matter of fact, you need to go back. I'm not going back today, but you need to go back and read the 17th chapter of John. Read that. Read the prayer of, of Jesus himself. You don't have to listen to what I'm saying. Just go back and read his prayer. What he said in the 17th chapter of the book of John. He says, I gave them the truth and men hate them for it. And that's true. You may, you may give a lot of likes on Facebook and you may get a lot of likes on Facebook. But that doesn't mean that you, you necessarily love. People will do that to stay your friend, especially your family. They don't want to break up a family. They, they don't want a family to not like them. 
They don't want a family not to care about them. They'll do anything that family does. It comes time, folks, that we need sometimes we need to break loose. My brother and I, I love him to death, and I, th I think now he loves me. But I love him to death. Now, I, don't, I don't think he listens to this. If he does, then he'll hear it. But there's one thing that he does not care about. Somebody just put something across there. He, one thing he does not care about is what I believe and what I stand for. They got a man up there in Kentucky. Glass, he's called Glasscock. That's his last name, G-L-A-S-S-C-O-C-K. Him and my brother stays in an argument over religion. My brother will tell him he's crazy, just like he tells me I'm crazy. But I can't help that. If my brother called me today and needed some help, I'd give it to him. He doesn't have to love me, and I don't have to love him, but I do because he's my brother. Like all my brothers and sisters in here, I love you. I don't have to, but I do. And I've, I've said this many times, and I'll say it many times more. I'll never not, you can't do anything that I'll never not love you. Can't do anything. That I'll never not love you. All right, let's all stand if you would. We're going to be dismissed in prayer.